This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Sex is a very dirty activity sometimes. There's semen flying everywhere. There's juices. <laughs> oh, my God. What kind of – what is going on? Why aren't you wearing a condom? Why is semen flying? If you're wearing a condom, how is so semen flying? You're taking the condom off. There's just juices are flying. The fly- juices are constantly flying. <laughs> it's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died. So my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with My Mom. I'm Cam Potter. I'm Karen Lee Potter. We're reporting live from Chicago, Illinois. The city of Chicagoness. Our hometown. We did a little Thanksgiving break over here. Yes. And it, how was it for you, Mother? Fabulous. Yeah. It was. I thought it was going to be much harder than it was. What were you grateful for? For this podcast. That is not what you said you were grateful for. Um, For what? I actually have no recollection of what you said you were grateful for. I think I was just grateful to be alive in 2019. I don't think you said that either. Okay. I don't know. What did I say? I don't remember. All right. Then why'd it you was, ask? I thought you might remember what All you were right. grateful for. And what are you grateful for? I'm, I was grateful for authentic connections, heart-to-heart connections. Everyone thought I was a weirdo when I said that at the table. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in the family was like, oh, okay, I guess we're getting real serious about yeah, this shit. Yeah. Yeah. And it... I honestly, I feel that about the people that listen to this podcast as well. You're grateful for our listeners. Yes. I'm extremely grateful for our listeners wanting to connect and engage with us mm-hmm. and taking the time to actually tune in. That's why I asked on Instagram if people would send me their questions. I think that's a perfect thing to ask. I was very excited when I woke up to that this morning. And you found a ton of responses? Yeah, so let's go through them. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so you asked, what was your question? What questions do you have? <laughs> what questions do our listener slash fan slash watchers on Instagram have for us? Okay, so this one of the questions was, has there been any guests that have made either of you guys uncomfortable? And I would go with um, maybe one. Is it the same one you're thinking? <laughs> okay. We should not give a name. Okay. Though, there, there was one in particular that... Obviously, it, the phone sex operator having an orgasm on our show was very uncomfortable. Yeah. I wasn't thinking of that. You were thinking of one who was uncomfortable talking about sex. No. That's not what I was thinking oh, of. Oh. What were you thinking? I was thinking of like uh, like one that was um, a sex worker. Huh. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on from that question. <laughs> Oh. Very few people do make me uncomfortable. I actually, I, whenever I meet with people, I always fall like madly in love with them. Oh, really? What happens to me whenever we bring, like, especially if they come over to our studio, I always feel like I've made a connection with people, and it's always, 
you know, much deeper than like, say, I just meet someone for the first time in a bar or something. Can I mention a time that I felt very comfortable this weekend? Yes. Okay. So I I don't know. You on Instagram can see my hair right now. You see his hair? Which is getting very long. It's getting long. Sometimes it becomes unruly. Yes. What's your point? This weekend, not one, but two waiters (laughs) came up to me. And they came up with the two of us and they said, hello, ladies, what can I get for you? (laughs) The first one basically was like, yeah, it's the long. She didn't even deny it like, oh, sorry or anything like that. She was like, yeah, long hair, pink sweatshirt. Didn't realize you were a man. Yeah, it was a little embarrassing. The second one was very embarrassed and went on a whole rampage about how he had long hair. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so were you embarrassed by this or did you just No, I kind of embrace I said you well, embrace this. I'm very attracted to women, so that's a very good thing that I look like that. What? I like I like the look of women. So you decided to become one? I guess so. <laughs> um and then and my my grandma also did not have a great re- my grandpa also didn't have a great response. Both and, grandma and, nor grandpa. And your grandma's caretaker wasn't really thrilled with your hair either. My grandma's caregiver told me my hair was just straight up terrible. <laughs> What, what are my grandma? I think, you know, is is as a culture, Filipinos do not hold back on what they want to talk about. They just if there's something that they want to say, they say it. They don't I love that about them. Okay. How how many minutes in? Four minutes in, my mother's getting very racist. No, I'm just saying I think that They have a little give no fucks culture? Yeah. I don't know about that. And I like that they are very straightforward. If you want to get a, a straight up answer, you ask them. And they say This hey, woman in particular. This woman in particular, well, even if you don't ask them, we'll tell you if she likes your hair or whatever. Do you remember what Nana said to me about my hair? What did she say? She's eighty seven. What do you want from the woman? I, she basically told me I need to cut it. <laughs> no, nobody likes your immediately. hair. Immediately. Because uh, it, it looks like Javier Bardan and then my grandpa in called no me, country for all men. And then my grandpa said I look like Lynn Manuel Miranda. You, you look like Lynn Manuel Miranda. <laughs> I hate Lin-Manuel Miranda. He's 91 years old and he's Argentinian. Not Lin-Manuel. No, your grandpa. I, I think, you know why I hate Lin-Manuel Miranda? Yes, because you saw Mary Poppins. And he you, butchered Mary Poppins. He didn't butcher it. He, he just, butchered it. He just wasn't Dick Van Dyke. It, it's a perfect kids. It, it's perfect for kids and adults, the original. And then he comes in trying to play this character and he just. I, you he, got hostile. Yeah. He was the worst person to pick for that role. But you don't have to get so angry. I'm not angry. I just dislike looking like him. Yeah, all right. Of all people in the world to say you look like, that is not who you want to look like. Back to the back to the question. But I don't think you want to be Javier Bardem. Specifically in No Country for Old Men. And specifically No Country for Old Men. No, I, I need to cut the hair. No, I like the hair. Uh, so what? I wanted to say, here's another one. What's the worst sex position you've ever tried? Yeah. What's your f- current favorite? Yeah. Favorite spelled F A V O U R I T E. That means they're from uh, England or something. Right? Yes. Okay. So do you want to answer that? <laughs> okay. Worst position that I've ever tried. Oh my god. I I don't I don't I don't know what it is. I think it's so it's a combination <laughs> of. If, I don't know why I'm I, already laughing. If I'm on my back and the temperature is cold or I'm scared, if it, it if I'm in a cold <laughs> place or I'm nervous. My balls will retract inside of me if I'm on my back. Ah. It's a and that's a horrible feeling. Honestly, I don't even know how that can even happen. Okay, I don't want to think they about it. They go in. All right, never. They just mind. come close. Can I need to be. On to I need the, the gravity question. to help pull my balls down. Oh my god. Okay, the next question was, "What's your current favorite?" Oh, current favorite position? Any. 
any is better than none. Okay, what, a what very about good you? Answer. Okay, so current favorite. I I always, I don't know. I just like to be like on top so I could see the person and their facial expressions. And also I have a, a, a whole, you can do a lot more if you're not like, you know, in, on like a typical missionary position. Speaking of which, What's we're on? making a lot of less eye contact given given these, these chair positionings. This and is... I feel disconnected from you. Oh my God. Okay, are you reconnected? Yeah, let's, okay. let's focus on connection. Oh, all right. Do you know, I just love when ever so often I get reprimanded by my son for a month. This a is multitude. not a reprimand. Hey, uh, I'm just telling you to connect with you. Different reasons, I guess. I want to just connect with you. Is I that just, too much to ask for? I just love when you do that kind of stuff. You know what I like? I like that authentic heart-to-heart connection. <laughs> you, we can't do that when you're looking off into fucking space over here. I was here. looking at Instagram. Yeah. Well, look at who's around and who's okay. present, okay? I have a little attention deficit disorder. I don't know if you're aware oh, of that. And no, it doesn't get better with age. It would get better with meditation. Can I just tell you what just happened? To, I do meditate. Okay, so it's probably Can I tell you um, and, and our listeners what just happened to me this morning? Hmm. I have been waiting for a message from my deceased father since he died. Mm-hmm. And before he died, I said, when you die, I need you to contact me. Hmm. <laughs> I know. I was in the room when you said this uh, multiple times. Okay. And, and it's an awkward thing to say it's that to awkward. someone who's alive. <laughs> it's like, okay, you're about to be dead. And here's what I'm going to need from you. And yeah. he's like, okay, can I just enjoy the last few <laughs> waking moments? He didn't say that. That was the implication. He's no. like, let's not look so forward to my death. No, it wasn't. I was looking forward to it, but I do want to be able to communicate. And if you don't say it beforehand, how is he going to remember? Or how is he going to you, know to do this? You I should literally have said, me- you mentioned this like four or five times. I keep... In, in not so subtle ways. Okay. First of all, I have a new game plan about life. It, and someone told me this, and I 100% think this is true. If it has, if it's something that happened five minutes or longer, I'm not supposed to remember it. But I, have, I because of my age, I don't have to remember it. You so anything longer than what ha- what occurred five minutes ago, yeah. you you're not expected to remember it, right? No. After you hit 50, you're entitled to forget everything no. past five minutes. That is so not a thing. Yes. Also, that wasn't even the thing you were told. What was the thing I was told? You were just told if you forget something, you have five minutes to to remember it. No. Yeah, that was it. I'm never going to remember it in five minutes. It (laughs) might might take me 10 minutes. Sometimes it takes me a day or so and it'll it'll come to me. But anyway. So goldfish have like a 10 or 15 second memory. I'm a goldfish. You're in five minute memory. (laughs) I'm your one-eyed goldfish. Oh my God. All right. So back to what I was saying. So I asked my father to please contact me. Yes. Maybe I asked him more than I should have, but <laughs> but today he contacted me. Holy fuck! This is like the freakiest, freakiest thing that's ever happened. This podcast has full fully become a witchy, witchy fucking po- spiritual podcast. This, this literally happened this, to me. We should put this in the religion section of the iTunes store. Oh, it is. Okay, go on. Isn't it? No, it's in the kids and family section. Okay. <laughs> if you want to find us and you can't find us, go to kids and family on iTunes and you'll find us. Yeah. Cam has put us there. We are kids and family. We are kid and family. Anyway, this is actually 100% what happened. I wake up this morning and of course the first thing I do is grab my phone. Everybody does admit it. Okay. You, you may not admit it, but you probably do as well. No. I have a very specific regimen. I do not come close to my, my I turn off the alarm, but I, I don't even go off airplane mode until after I've brushed my teeth, I've showered, I'm in my bed, I open the curtains, I do some meditation. <laughs> no wonder it takes me so long I'm to reach I'm bombarded otherwise. Okay. By me? Yes. 
<laughs> Every morning, I wake up to a flurry from you. An avalanche. I wake up to an avalanche of texts. A free-flowing association? Yes. Okay. Well, this morning was worth it, right? Yes. All right, go on. I open my phone. The first thing that comes up in my emails, I, 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 go, I hit the little email button. Yeah, that's usually what happens when you get the emails. Okay. What do I see? It's a, to my father's email. Yeah. Which is a very weird email. Don't, it's give, not, it, don't give it I'm out. I'm not giving it out. I'm just saying it's not like, you know, his he, name. He or does anything. not need any post- he, he posthumous need... spam. <laughs> he hates spam. Yeah. He literally will go out of his way to spend hours deleting mail that's spam. And I don't know why he would take so much time, but this is what he did. I see an email that I have written to him, apparently. It said to his name from me. Nothing's in the body, nothing's in the subject line, but that was on my email. I mean, what, what, how could you explain that? You wrote an email to him. When I was sleeping? I don't know. It's if impossible. You're sleeping, I did not write it. Tra- I, I, listen, I'm all for the. Uh, let, let, let's call it a sign. What, do you, a sign. What's the, what is this a sign of? He is reaching out to me, and I can't figure it out if he wants me to go through his emails. Oh, God. Which could take hours because no one's looked at his <laughs> emails. You're going since through a lot of Black Friday e- emails. No, a lot of like uh, what, Black Friday. I'm offers. guessing more like uh, Republican propaganda. <laughs> That's what he was always into. Yes, or some Israeli propaganda. Something like or something that he would think of as a 91 year old man. No, was he 90? 90. Yeah, 90. 90. Anyway, I, I got a sign from my dad today, you That's guys, very and sweet. I feel so protected and great. Oh, about wow. Mm-hmm. Makes you feel protected and great. He 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 did what I asked him to do. Wow. Took him he- since August. <laughs> <laughs> September, <laughs> October, November, oh, finally God. December. So Wait, it's like four you've months. Had so many fucking signs from him. Like what? You're constantly saying, oh my God, did you see that fucking well, bird that flew like that? No, that's your father. Oh, you see. You Harold's see. Way, the, t- the yeah. Yeah. Papa to cure, yes. Yeah, these are like license plates, and street signs. Yeah, yeah. Literally. But then I never got an email from him. Okay, you got an email today. A blank email. A blank email. Yeah. I'm so freaking excited. I'm grateful for that. That's very good. Okay. Anyway, moving I'll, I'll on. give you a little spiritual update. On the last on the last morning after show, by the way, we didn't do a, a Thursday episode, which is usually when we have a guest because we've well, been traveling to Chicago. It was Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Everybody's too busy eating turkey anyway. Yeah, but um, last Monday we t- I talked about my breath working spiritual experience. Yes, and we know about your breath. It work. was a it was a tumultuous journey. You know, okay. it, I I went I basically fell into a tr- for those who haven't listened, uh, I went to a, a healer. Who put me in a trance, <laughs> infiltrated my mind, completely rewired it, pulled me out. I looked like a shriveled, like fetus, completely <laughs> like, like, shaking and moving around, vibrating. I, I was completely mi- mind wa- brain- brainwashed. Okay, and you, I came you were out, hypnotized. I was hypnotized. I there was an exorcism. I was screaming and yelling. <laughs> I came out very confused. <laughs> but the weird thing is that you had no anticipation of this. I mean, no, you, you, I was no. not prepared, and I was nervous. Looking back, this is like over a week ago. One of the best things I've ever done. You had an exorcism. I I felt so light, and I still feel so light. That's good. I cannot believe how effective this type of healing is. That's wonderful. I, I wouldn't recommend anyone go try this immediately. Just you because, would not? No, I would not. 
because you should, you take because you could end up like a shriveled fetus and not have a clue what's going on. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about a fetus for? Well, you know the fetus is in that like the fetal if, position. I'm in the fetal position. I, I'm completely <laughs> out of control of any of my limbs. My my hands are completely wrapped around these rocks. What? I'm shaking. My arms are flailing. It was a whole thing. It sounds like a bird. I swear to God. Uh, here we go again with the fuck. You, this is exactly what you said. No, but that's your father. That's not my father. Okay. Getting signs from everyone. Anyway, it was a positive experience to say the least. Yeah. And I have been feeling way, way less anxiety. That's terrific. Way and less. I, would I, like to, I was how, sitting in my kitchen the other day. I was like, what feels so good? What feels different? And I was like, oh, I'm not living with immense amount of fears. And it's all because of this one exorcism. Yes. That's great. Because I, I regressed to the age of a six-year-old. And, and, and I rewired unpacked, yourself. I unpacked a lot of the, the, the fear that I have. And here's how I know it worked. You stuck your hand in, in paper mache? <laughs> yes. I immediately went out and, bought and created my own little paper mache penguin. Because of people, don't, turkey for, people for don't remember, he was very anxious about that when he was growing up. No, 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 no. I, I was on a flight with you. Yes. Coming to Chicago. Typically, when I hit turbulence, it's a game. It's I'm I'm like, oh, yeah, we're going down. It's a 100% chance of complete failure of this flight. This say, is what goes through your prayers. mind. I used to be like this, too. And I start, I start breathing. This time, however, we hit turbulence. By the way, you're out of... You don't... It doesn't even affect you at all. I look over, and you're like, oh, yeah, we're bumping along. I'm going to continue <laughs> listening to David Brothers, playing this fucking word game. I'm going to watch my sixth move, movie on the plane. I, meanwhile, I'm having a full-blown panic attack. <laughs> you just said you weren't. Okay, so this time, however, <laughs> I'm flying. Or, I'm flying along. Well, we your hit, description we, of me doing that is absolutely right. I, I multitask the shit out of an airplane ride. Yeah, the, multitask. You're not present with anything for for longer than exactly five minutes. I'm would, watching a movie and playing a game on my computer. and listening to Ava Brothers. Yeah, what? it's like you're putting. <laughs> I also had like my free drinks. Yeah, yeah, you're drinking, yeah, away, drinking away, talking to the flight attendants, <laughs> trying to get, you got a free cheese board this time. I don't know how you always get a free, how do you get free food on every flight? I just asked if it was a Black Friday special. Oh yeah, I wonder how you got free food. I, because you tell them, hey, I want free food. I did not. I just said, is there any Black Friday special? There's no Black Friday special on the plane <laughs> a week before Black Friday. <laughs> did we not get a cheese plate? We got a cheese plate. Okay. So go on. What what changed? Okay, so I'm flying along. We hit turbulence, and I I was like, oh, we're hitting turbulence. This is actually a very interesting moment. I'm putting these pilots in charge of my life, giving them complete control. They can crash us or they can have us fly away. And here's what I realized. Wait, they can crash us? Yeah, they can crash us like dipshits. <laughs> Or they can have us fly and safely land. And you feel better because they flew and safely landed. No, no, I realized in that moment, okay, typically I don't, I'll, I'll act distrustfully. It, that's kind of what's happening on an unconscious level. I will not trust them enough to actually fly. So I think by worrying, I can actually control the situation. Okay. Incorrect. Incorrect. I'm like, whoa, this is an opportunity for me to really give someone my control of my life. And it might, they might surprise me. And land the plane. <laughs> they might because you're expecting them to. Because I expect crash. the worst. I'm why would, anxious, so why I expect would, the worst. Why would they want to crash the plane? Because they're going to die too. They could just be numbskulls. I don't know. Oh, they, they might be drinking. It could just be it, no, just dipshits or idiots. Oh, just like not good or, pilots. Or, yeah, or you know the you know the universe could you know the the climate might just not be 
well suited for flying, in which case I'll, you know, crash land. Oh, because of turbulence. It could be a whole God thing coming down and smiting us or whatever the fuck it is. But anyway, oh, I put my, my trust in them and I was like, I'm just going to let them take it. And, and not only am I going to just allow them to, and, and trust them to take this, this is actually an opportunity for me to practice allowing someone else to take control over my life. Just like I let this healer in to take control over my life and it became like a very good experience. I mean, it would have been nice had I been a little prepared, okay. but I gave him that opportunity right. and it ended up being... You went with it. It was a very rewarding situation. So I'm actually, And I think this has prevented me from being in relationships in the past because I don't trust that the other person is going to be safe with my heart and feelings. Aww. However, if I look at it in a situation where... I'm like, wait, I can trust this person and let's see what they do with it. Yeah. You know, I'm going to risk the fact that they destroy me. <laughs> you are you know, just you're emotionally equating, shred me to you're smithereens. Your, your future relationship or a person in your life to a pilot. Yeah, this that, is it. This yeah. is it. You, you're just putting trust in the people around me and seeing what they do to me. It makes a lot of sense. And it, and it becomes a fun game then as opposed to a scary thing. Yeah. Because by not taking the risk, I realized... By, by, creates more fear, by, by using my fear to push out potential bad outcomes, mm-hmm. I'm also pushing out potential positive outcomes. Yes. And so I became very familiar with that. Very in the healing, philosophical thoughts. Very very familiar with that in the healing. And as a result, I, I it has affected the way I interact with everyone. That's amazing. I used to be fearful of flying. And what happened? You started drinking. I started drinking it. <laughs> Heavily. No, you actually, I just decided one day, it's similar to you, by the way, but I didn't have to have an exorcism. I decided that I need to fly because I love, I love going to different places and I cannot have this fear. Oh, wow. Take over my need to be independent and fly around the world. Uh huh. So I like I, that. I said to myself, self, uh, you cannot let this fear affect you. And you need to take charge here. I love it. And then I started thinking of it as fun. When you're up and down and all around, just kind of just <laughs> just kind of going with the flow there. You're up, down, all around, listening to Ava Brothers playing hey, the listen game. Listen, Ava if Brothers, this is the way you're going down. It's fine. I, no, well, the other thing is I've talked to a couple pilots, many actually. <laughs> Literally, this trip you talked to a pilot. Oh yeah. Wait, which which pilot did I speak well, to? Well, my brother was coming in during a snowstorm. Yes. And you you decided your Uber driver is the perfect person to talk to about this. I, I did. And he was, you know, he was, you know, in charge of the, was it Jordan or Iran? No, Jordan. It was Jordan. He was in charge of safety on, in the, on, on aircrafts. And he started telling me that you don't have a thing to worry about because the wind actually helps because it was supposed to be very windy. It actually helps. Push the planes around. And, <laughs> push the planes around. And I should not fear at all. And turbulence is actually not a problem for any kind of aircraft. And I've talked to other... One time, this this is actually what made me feel really good. A pilot came over to loudspeaker when we were having really bad turbulence. Like the... when I hate when they say... Flight attendants take your seats. Then you know you're really going into some heavy shit. And they always sound they always sound like pretty stoic about it. Yeah, too. T- flight, flight attendants and don't mind these oxygen masks that are flowing down. <laughs> yeah. So and then and by the way, the flight attendants is like moving those carts back into the locking those shit up and getting ready to. Oh to, god. Anyway, but you know what? He's like these planes are really strong planes. They fought in armies and everything else, and or fi- air force and. They can handle a lot more than this little turbulence. Yeah. So that made me feel like, well, if they can handle a lot more than this little turbulence, I'm not going to worry about it. That's good. I did have flight attendants in the past say, 
you need to get some psychiatric help. <laughs> Think of it as a boat. You said with waves. they said that to you. Yeah, you, a flight attendant has said you need psychiatric help. Yeah. What? I had to ask. I was asking a lot of questions. This is back in the day when I did have fear of flying. Oh my! God. I was asking a lot of questions, and she said you should get some help for this. No way. Yeah. Oh my God. So yeah, uh, I, I'm. We I'm, had a, we had a question. Go uh, ahead. From from Nathaniel saying if the healer you saw sh- uh, should have identified himself as a hypnotherapist, do you think someone who leads you through a guided meditation should do something similar? Okay. So uh, I, I I'll hear. read the rest of this. Okay. But basically, for our listeners, he the the healer basically hypnotized me, but did not tell me in advance I was going to be entering a hypnotic state. Where I was completely sub on the subconscious level and like very susceptible to anything he implanted in my mind. Yeah, which some might have thought of as a very dangerous, De- deceptive thing. Deceptive to thing to do. Thing to do. Well, uh, when you called me up afterwards, you're like, "I experienced, I experienced this and this and this," and I go, "Oh, it sounds like you're hypnotized." And you said, "For the future, I don't like when you do that kind of stuff." Yeah, because you you, you, you immediately you... rained on my parade. <laughs> I had a very good spiritual. But then you called healing. me up. And freaked out and said, I think I was hypnotized. Yeah, so so he should have identified himself as a hypnotherapist. But then, so Nathaniel's asking, do you think someone who leads you through a guided meditation should do something similar? Because is there really a difference between guided meditation and hypnosis? Yes. What's the difference? Guided meditation, it's just, they're instructing you how you go into your own, you know, breathing and, and thought processes and everything like that. They're not actually, like, using any kind of, Skilled manipulation. Well, the guy wasn't manipulating me. I mean, the guy was having me. Yes, he was. He was repeat having me repeat statements that were supposed to help me. And then there was also some weird and, things that he was saying that were like. No, no, no. They were not blue. No, 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 no. no. He that? didn't. He, that was only at the end when I was coming out of the hypnosis, and he wanted to <laughs> round me in reality. <laughs> Truly. So during it, it was he was only full of love and saying things that would have helped me. But negative about but it. But I'm just saying that's the same thing as a guided meditation. Often in these guided meditations. You're, you're hearing these people say, okay, and release the anxiety. Think of it as a cloud moving yeah. by. It's yeah, why? same shit. No, it's not. What's the difference? Hypnosis is actually, there's a skill to it. They're, they bring, in you, meditation, in, there's a they skill bring to you into like a trance. You, they're doing that with meditation. You basically... I'd like to hear from to our listeners. Much, uh, yes, text mom, if you guys think it's the same thing, because I do not. It, it's a gradation. It, it is a version of it it's a light hypnosis basically you just enter a very relaxed and focused state which is exactly the same as a fucking hypnosis except hypnosis is way deeper because you have someone there hypnotizing you yeah no all right i think i am completely on board with this hypnosis is a this is like you know they they'd have the gold coin and you're like supposed to follow the coin and then you're next thing you it's know. just like it's way more intense it's like a full it was like taking acid base oh we had a question about that Basically. I went. To, I went to a party once where someone hit, got hypnotized, and the guy was like, you know, dancing around like a ballerina and things like that. They can get you to do weird. I saw shit. someone orgasm. What? Someone. Someone had an or- orgasm on stage. What? In hypnosis. What kind of hypnosis were you at? I don't know. It was a weird hypnosis. I'm, I'm like kind of shocked right now. Was the woman naked? It. It was actually a group of people. What? When were you? It at was this? like the finale. Of when this, were you at, at this like fun, like little little thing? That in you... college, we had, they they brought a hypnotist, and the hypnotist ended the fucking thing by having people orgasm on stage, and they actually did. You saw people actually, yep, masturbating. No, they weren't masturbating. They just were experiencing an orgasm without touching themselves. Yes, it's a bunch of bullshit. I swear to God, it wasn't. Okay. I knew some of the people on stage. Mm-hmm. I swear to God. 
So wait, someone, one person said, someone says here, check out Waking Up by Sam Harris, a neuroscientist who woke who, who wrote, wrote a book it. about it and had a podcast now called that. I love actually Waking Up by Sam Harris. Uh, I listened to it many, many years ago, so maybe he's changed the format. But uh, Sam Harris is a really interesting guy, atheist. I definitely have heard neuroscientist, about yeah. very into meditation. Also went to Stanford. How do you oh. like that? Okay. Another person said, opinions or experiences on camping sex? For me, acid plus camping equals horny as hell. <laughs> what do you, what, would you have sex while camping? You're not a big camper. No, I, camping for me is at a hotel. Why do I think Jews don't tend to camp that much. I don't know if it's Jews or people that, that are very Someone told me light- recently Jews don't camp that much. And I kind of, I, I like camp. I like camping. I went camping when I first got married with another couple. We set up tents. I'm sleeping in my tent. They're in their tent, and all of a sudden, I hear like this wrestling, like 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 rustle leaves or something outside of our tent, like coming towards our tent or moving around, and all this noise was going on. And I'm like shaking. And of course, your father's sound asleep, and I'm thinking there must be a bear outside. Of course, that, yeah, rustling through our food or some whatever. It turns out. It was the couple in the next tent fucking. Of course. What do you mean, of course? You just said, of course, that it was a bear. Now you're saying, of course, it was no, a couple fucking. Y- you hear them rustling away. In the, it's, a, it's the couple fucking on acid, probably. They were not. Yeah, they might have been doing some form of drugs that I don't know about. But that's one of the reasons I'm not particularly fond of camping. Because my mind goes into weird things when I, I'm inside that tent. I can't even sleep in a normal. I can't sleep in my own apartment. Uh, I cannot sleep at all while camping. And so what is the point of camping? I've never had camping sex. However, I'm interested in camping sex. Uh, I I will say though, it <laughs> yes, would make sex th- mom if you want to camp sex with 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 Cam. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say though, yeah, I have a feeling as it is, you know, it's hard to maintain cleanliness while camping. What are you talking about? It's hard to remain clean. Well, why would you? Why is that even a factor right now? Sex is a very dirty activity sometimes. There's semen flying everywhere. There's juices. <laughs> oh my god! What kind of what is going on? Why aren't you wearing a condom? Why is semen flying? If you're wearing a condom, how is so semen flying? You're taking the condom off. The juices are flying. They're flying. The juices are constantly flying. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, the juices are flying. What kind of juices are flying? What are the you ju- talking about? Every time, anytime I have sex, there's always juices involved. Of juices? <laughs> are you talking about semen? Any types of fluids. What is flying? It could be semen. It could be saliva. It could be. It could be, you know, is, female juices. This is this is turning into. There's a, a lot of juices. Repulsive podcast. What are you? Okay. I'm just saying that it's this a very liquidy thing. So why don't? This is why you don't like camping. I'm, so as it is, as it stands, I always feel like I'm sticky when I'm camping. I think maybe marshmallows or something. Marshmallows. <laughs> yeah, because are you the using s'mores. marshmallows while you're having sex? What? No, the, the fuck? S'mores. So say we get s'mores. Yeah. And we go. So I'm, I got sticky fingers. Yeah. And we go to fuck, and then I get all we I get a sticky body. Everything's sticky. It's just too much juices and fluids. I don't. <laughs> oh I, my god. So I'm just saying, if I just you, and maybe it's a one night thing. I wouldn't do a multi day fuck fuck fest. All camping, right. camping. Fuck I've fest. heard of a lot of reasons not to have, not to, not to go camping, but because it's sticky and you have juices no, flowing, I it's like, not a good reason. I'm saying not camping, to, sex, camping, ca- sex. camping sex, camping sex. I I get it, but I don't understand why that is a problem. Okay, there are a well, lot worse problems like bears that can come into your tent. I don't like, think that it's a is problem. what I worry I'm just about. saying it's a one night thing. For me, it's a one night thing. Well, of we course, go into the wilderness, we fuck, and we come back. It could be a one hour thing. We all shower. Getting all crusty and shit.
I don't love the idea of using the same razors on my face as I do my balls, my sweaty, gross, that is a good point. Nasty ass, cheese, cheesy balls. So wait, what? I want different <laughs> materials. Why do you have sweaty, cheesy ass balls anyway? I'm just saying you wouldn't you can, have it if you used the ball deodorant by Manscaped. They have a crop preserver. It's just a beautiful smelling anti-chafing ball deodorant that will make people want to go down on you. It's that fucking good. When I'm trimming my pubes, I, I get very nervous. I'm going to just chop my whole dick off while doing it. <laughs> the lawnmower has skin safe technology so that it won't nick or snag any nuts. This is the call for anyone looking for grooming supplies. Oh, totally. And, and and if you're a woman and wants to get it for a man, that's a really good present for both of you guys. You, lucky listener, will get 20% off and free shipping if you go right now with the code MOMTALK, M-O-M-T-A-L-K, one word, MOMTALK, to manscaped.com. Top of the line grooming supplies. Get yourself 20% off. Okay. All right. Because you did that burning man. Yeah. And that's a very filthy place with the filthy. It takes fuck. like it takes like weeks to get rid of some of that soot that's all over you. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm done with my camping days. Actually, I don't even like being in a in a camper. You never were you never we never camped. Yes, we did. We took out that Winnebago. You that don't remember was so that? not camping. One time your dad did this in another Indian princess outing and almost blew up his his <laughs> His camper because he forgot to turn the propane off that they're oh roasting hot God. dogs on. I did not grow up in a very outdoorsy family. No, I'm I, much more indoor indoor play. Uh, you like that indoor play. Yeah, indoor play. I wanted to speaking of India. It says we, Cam asking the real questions. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was a little a little slight on me. Okay. Um, <laughs> ju- some, someone wrote just drove by. The Taste of India no. buffet in San Jose, New Mexico. San San John, New Mexico. Eh, San Juan. I don't know. Uh, brought a smile to my face thinking of your experience there. First time texting. Love the podcast. Oh. Keep the great content coming. Signed, Mary Sucker. Married Sucker. Married uh, Sucker. Then he said, "I'm an orally bi closeted married man." Hence the name. Wait. Orly, bi, closeted, married. I don't know what the hell that is. Whatever it is, you are right. That that was one of the funniest episodes. Episode 85, the gas station Indian food. Okay, so Cam and I went, we are driving across the country. We don't need to give the whole thing. Cam looked on Yelp and found out that there was a great Indian food place located of all places in a gas station. Yeah. We got to the gas station. There is no Indian restaurant to be found. We had only driven three hours to get there. Yeah. Then what There happened? was Indian food found. There was Indian food found. It was in the gas station. It was... <laughs> and it looked phenomenal and it smelled phenomenal. And it turned out they don't have the best service in a gas best station. Best service. We waited an hour and, and no food was delivered to our, our table in the 7-Eleven. However, we were surrounded by... Creepos. A lot of creepos that were making me feel very awkward and uncomfortable. Drugged out creepos. So we can we kept on driving and we went to do you remember where we went? No. That waffle that waffle. Oh, we place. went to a waffle waffle house. Those are great places. The waffle house, they make fresh waffles right there at like two in the morning. Yeah. That's a great chain. Yeah. <laughs> I really I, if I was gonna pick a chain that I had to eat at all the time, I'd pick the waffle house. Speaking of uh Speaking of the real questions, we have one from um, Mr. Bean. Oh, yeah? 
Is it normal to stick your penis into the potato salad at a party? <laughs> is it normal? Of course. Yeah, I think it's normal. Yeah. I'd say go ahead, Mr. Bean. Just do not tell anyone that you listen to this podcast or that you were recommended to do this by us. Yeah. Potato salad? I would like to hear what happens, though, once Mr. Bean does stick his his, his peen. <laughs> Can you just imagine you're at, you're at a buffet of some sort, and then you, someone, you see some, someone pull down their pants, <laughs> stick their dick into a potato salad vat, and then pull it out. Oh, It's, it's like, so this is like, I, when you saw what, American Pie for the first time, I never thought about it. I didn't even know why the name American Pie existed. And then I realized it's because they were sticking their dick in an apple pie. <laughs> Did you know this? Yes, mother. Oh, I just I didn't know if you knew this. Yeah, that's exactly what I know. <laughs> uh, we got another very important question. Cam, have you ever been told you sound like Macaulay Culkin? Lol. <laughs> in Home Alone? <laughs> I don't know if this that's, is young Macaulay Culkin. What, yeah, it is. What What does he say? When I think he just does that. Oh, yeah, and screams yeah. with the with the face. Yeah, they said sound like, not look like. Oh my god! You, so you look like Javier Bardem, and, and you I sound, sound like, like young Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> oh my god! It's fucking phenomenal. Now, if it was Roman, who is Macaulay Culkin's brother, <laughs> you're talking now about Succession, which you're fucking obsessed with. I am obsessed with Succession. Can you I don't just know stop what, ruining I, it for me. I'm not ruining. It. I'm just saying that if it was him, that's a compliment, it, I guess. In at a this weird point, kind of I way. feel like I can write all of the TV show Succession based on how much you've told me about it. Yeah, I can it, write the ending. It's a real... I didn't tell you the ending. I did not tell you the ending. I specifically did not tell you anything that was happening because I wanted you to experience it. And for all you guys who have experienced it, yes, text mom if you liked it. Yes, text mom, by the way, is our phone number if you want to text or call in. We yeah. take voicemails. We take your questions. Somebody really needs your help or something here. Oh, boy. Could really use your advice with young men. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Do you have any advice with someone who? Hey, it's, a, it's a mama who really who wants some advice for young, with young men. What kind of what kind of advice? I don't know. She just said it? this. What you it, decided what? to read it, so now you have to give the advice. Uh, young men, like, does she have? She's interested in young men. Probably. Oh, I thought she was talking about raising children. No, young men. Like oh young, God, young boys. It got weird. She's interested in younger men. Um, I say go for it. Oh, surprise, surprise! Yeah, just like why not? <laughs> Make sure they're legal. Uh, I, you know, I, I had two interesting experiences this weekend. This, I, I had, I had, um, brunch with a family member who recommended that I, I told him that I kind of put romance on the back burner relative to my work. And he was like, well, I highly recommend. You don't do that. You, yeah. You, you, you make it more of a priority. And, and you just. Figured out a lot of stuff, so this is all. You consistent. think I'm in the right? I'm in the yeah, right. Yeah, you're state in the right heads, headspace. Uh, he, he yes, I, text mom if you want to go out with Cam. But however, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you seem like you're ready. I'm ready. Yeah, well, no, launching. For, it's an open for all. End your invitation now. You know, I, I then I had plans with some of my friends at night. Yes. A lot of them are engaged or married. Oh yeah, I was. I wanted to ask you about that. And and a lot of them, I I literally asked at the at the table. So you guys, uh, you guys missed the singles world. That was kind of a joke, you know. I did not. I thought they were. I thought you thought they they'd all be, say, "Hell no!" Right. And you're finding out, hell yes, <laughs> yes. So, some of them were like, "Hey, you should not ask someone who's just engaged about if they if they're gonna miss it." They're like, "Yeah, great question for someone who just got engaged." 
And I was like, whoa, that was a joke, dude. What the <laughs> fuck is going on here? And by the and way, your partner is literally sitting next to you. And by the way, you're only engaged, you're not even married with kids and, and not having sex for years. So, not, it, not that I know anything about that. It did sound like they're all kind of reconciling this, fa- this, this transition into a married um, life. And it sounds like they have less independence. Oh, yeah. Pretty interesting. I did, you know, I always thought it was much greener on the other side. You know what? It's so important for, especially women, because it's nice to have a companion yeah. there. But I yeah. guess it, but I the, guess the you have a companion to then. The companion has to have their own um, passions and and hobbies and work and things that that so they don't lose their their identity. That's super important. I remember meeting this girl back when I first started my YouTube channel. Her name was Brenna. Smith, shout out to and she has a podcast or I'm sorry, a a blog called She Knows or She Now. One of those, you know me. Oh God, it's probably anyway. Brenna um, told me that the most important thing after, if you, you know, one of the reasons that you know she had gotten divorced is she lost her identity. Don't lose your identity when you get married. Don't you know? Don't lose your identity to just being a couple. How how do you do that? You have to stay. Uh, really focus on what drives you as an independent person. Hmm. Both, both, but especially women. Are, are you speaking mainly like maintain a career? Well, some somehow or another, stay connected with your passions or whatever your you know training is. Because, say you decide to stay home with the kid, you know a lot of a lot of my daughter's friends are thinking of changing, you know, to stay being stay in home parents. Someone, you know, rather than sending the kid to daycare and all that kind of stuff. So if you are that stay-at-home parent, you cannot lose your identity as just being a mom. Because I definitely lost my identity. You, as And you became my mother. I was just, all I cared about was kids, kids, kids. And, and then, and then l- uh, later on you... Later on I decided... You blossomed to, into a full cougar. Yes. Confident, older, unique, genuine, assertive, racy woman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I had a lot of extenuating circumstances, but the truth of the matter is, is that I did get my identity. I, I don't want to say back. I think I formed an identity. So I'm getting these mixed messages. Yeah, I'm yeah. getting mixed. On one so hand, you I'm being con- told that hey, get into that relationship, prioritize it, and then on the other hand, I'm I'm being told enjoy that independence. Yeah. Well, as I. Somewhat of a happy medium has to occur. I would love to hear your thoughts, my my fellow listeners. Yes, text mom. Is it even worth... First, I guess the... Is this even worth considering? Because it sounds like... I guess you do have to be open, open-minded if you do want to enter a relationship. Yeah. But it, it, a lot of it has to do with just meeting the right person. If you, you know? It, everything has to... The stars must align. It's a, it's a tough call. I mean, I had some, some things I wanted to talk Wait, about. Wait, but what is the question? The question is... Well... Is it, it, is there any urgency to be in a relationship if you're 30? I don't think it matters what age you are. It has to do with where you are, where you are in your life passages. You have to be uh, I like that comfortable too. with yourself. I like that too. All right. But I did want to say that it's funny that you bring that up. And I want to also say we're coming to the end of our show. Yeah, so yeah. So keep that in mind, Mother. I, I, I came off the airplane. Immediately I had to go get a, a shot in my hip. Nice. So basically, what I'm saying is, after a certain age, probably uh, 60, the whole body starts falling apart. <laughs> and then you get together with your friends. I, I felt very nostalgic. I got together with all my single friends. And, I, and when I first became single, I used to go to this one bar, and we were dancing on the literally dancing on the countertops. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. Oh, it was so much fun being that that 
free single woman for the first time in like 24 years or whatever. And I, I haven't been there in like a, a long time. And I went there and I felt so like, it just like saw like my history flashing. Oh. It was a really interesting experience. And then I get together with some other of my friends. Was it a, was it like a longing for those days? No, not a longing, but just feeling like kind of sad for that person that, you know, that, that I had experienced that. It was a big part of my life and just remembering it. It wasn't Do really, we, I want to go back there, but it wasn't also something that I, I can't, I can't go back there. It was I'm, like a bittersweet. It was kind of just like a nostalgic feeling. It's just weird. Like almost like watching a movie of your past and seeing your past and like, oh, that was me then. You in proud or? Oh, I'm always proud. Longing for it? No. Wow, that's interesting. I, I, every every stage. So then, why was it sad? It, I didn't like really mean sad as much as like kind of like it, it. Yeah, that part of my life was over, but it was an interesting part of my life, and it was a fun part of my life. But I can't go back there again. You went down memory lane. I went down the, the memory lane. I forgot the term. Your sister told me what the term is. Nostalgia. No, it was like some term that only she would know because she went to Yale. Anyway, uh, I then had. Then I had lunch with my friends from my sorority, and it was like, let's just go into some grandma mode. Everyone's showing pictures of the grandchildren, and then I know you don't like this. The listeners like know you don't like I this. I liked it. It was okay for a few a few minutes to see pictures of grandchildren, but then it's talking about weddings, and then it's talking about ailments. It's I'm telling you, boring as fuck. <laughs> okay, just wanted to mention, boring as fuck. All right. And Wonderful. then I wanted to tell you one other immature thing. Mom, I did an immature thing. What? I got really wasted with one of my crazier friends. We had I had one martini. I got drunk. Uh, the table next to us had like 10 people. And they were singing happy birthday. They had a big cake. They left. They left a big, gorgeous cake on the table. Oh, God. Guess what my friend and I did? Oh, no. We took the cake. Oh, my God. And we ate the cake. Stranger's cake? Yeah. I think that's a bold and gold move. I mean, why are they going to throw the cake out? And and so the waiter came over. And Did like, you see if they were cutting or whether they just they cut? Go, they cut. They, I was everything making, was cut, no, but nobody was taking forks. It oh, was wow. all cut slices. You're watching. We watched. We saw. Oh wow. We conquered. The waiter came over. My friend goes, "Can you wrap up the cake?" Oh yeah, you you texted me saying, "I have cake for you." This is the it was birthday it, cake from the people next to you. Yeah. Who didn't give it to you? You stole it. I didn't steal it. We just you, you, decided to repurpose it. You recycled the Re- cake. Recycled cake. And now you're trying to recycle onto me. Oh my god! It Where was is such that cake? A, it's in the fridge. No fucking way. Yeah, you got to try it. We were and uh, the two of us were like just diving into it with a fork. It is not in good condition by now. Ew. <laughs> Ew. It was the kind of thing you would do when you're in college. You go right back there. I got a college friend. We go right back to college when we used to raid the kitchen at it, like it, four in the morning. It and, is interesting that you you can. You know, some people bring out the grandma in you. Some people bring out the the child in you. It's I, just great. I, I have multi re, multi different purpose friends. Multi, multi it's multi purpose friends. Okay. Anyway, Speaking that's all I want to say. Friends, I wanted to give a very big thank you to our newest patrons. Patron is a way that you could support us. It's a membership platform. You get special content that we don't put anywhere else. It's patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. Check it out. And the last the last Patreon upload we had was of Chelsea Skidmore talking to having the first sex talk she's ever had with her mother. It was one of the best pieces of audio we've recorded. Yeah, and she's a comedian, and so it's obviously very very funny. So check it out at patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. And I'm very very grateful to our newest patrons, Shane, Lex, and Chris. Thank you. 
to those three thank for you. joining our family. I think you have to give them a virtual kiss. Mwah. Thank you very, 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 very much. And we also have, uh, in case you guys don't know this, we have an iTunes review page on iTunes where you can review our podcast. And we love getting iTunes reviews. And guess Here's what? Here's one that I love. This one says, love this podcast, five stars by Stay Woke 247. I like that. Do you hear that? Stay woke. I'm pretty sure I read this, but we'll read it again. Oh, my God. I just want to say thank you both for the time and hard work you put you both put into the show. We I, have not read this. I recently started listening to the podcast, and I can't stop. You guys keep me entertained, and I've learned a lot already. You both have the best personalities and are so great together. I also love the guests you have on the show. Keep up the good work, heart. Is that sweet or what? Ah, uh, my heart is melting. That is. Thank you very, very thank much. You. Stay woke. Stay and woke. Everybody stay, else. Everyone remember, stay woke. Stay woke. And I guess, I guess that's the theme of this, and I will sing a song about it. Well, I just want to re- re- just say one more thing. I'm very, very grateful for all of you for listening, uh, for sharing this with friends, and for being so supportive of us. It really means a lot. It it really means a lot to us because we couldn't do it unless we had someone out there listening. I, I have not met one. We, I was thinking about the type of people we attract. These are very open-hearted, sweet people. Even if they stick their dick in potato salad. Yes. And by the way, you can communicate with other people that listen to Sex Talk with My Mom, the sex talkers, if you will, uh, on Facebook. Our Facebook group is called Sex Talk with My Mom and Friends. Right. But we do have a Sex Talk with My Mom page on Instagram and YouTube, so you can find us anywhere and subscribe and get notifications when we go live and things like that. And guess what, guys? And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and Cam getting a little hypnotizey. <laughs> okay. Okay. And with a bang. <laughs> and with the worst singing ever. Yes, that's correct. Love you guys. Love you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. We're grateful for you guys. Bye. 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 Bye.